Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough, and as always, thank you for your listening ears and tuning into another episode. What I want to talk about today is weightlifting specifically for weight loss. I am sure you have heard it a million times, especially targeting women, that women should lift weights, that they should strength train, and that they should do so for weight loss, uh, for stronger bones, for all of that good stuff. And yes, it's true. (laughs) Weightlifting is one of the number one things that you should do if your goal is weight loss. However, what I want to spend time talking about today is why. Why that is. I really think it's important when people are setting a goal and they start working towards things that they understand the why and the how how things are working, why that's the case, rather than just kind of doing something because somebody told them they should, right? Just following a program that they were told to follow. I really think it's important that people understand why they're doing the things. (laughs) If you understand why you're doing the things, it is much easier to stay consistent with it. I think that is really huge. That's actually a big part of why I call my nutrition coaching program Metabolic You because I do a lot of teaching in it. I want people to understand why we're making some of the changes we're making, why we're prioritizing certain things. I want them to understand what their metabolism needs in order to work at an optimal optimal level, right? And I think once you understand the why, it's much easier to stick to. So Whether you're a seasoned weightlifter or not, whether your goal is weight loss or not, I think you'll learn a lot from this episode. So it might even be one of those that you want to grab a pen and paper with, maybe take some notes so that you can kind of look back and refresh your memory. I know sometimes when you're just listening to things, like you might catch a few things here and there and you kind of forget some of the details. So let's dive in. Hopefully I'm not talking too fast. I kind of am going off the cusp today. So weightlifting specifically for weight loss. In order to understand the why, I think we need to understand the metabolism first, a little bit. Not We're not going to dive super into it, but I think we need to understand the metabolism and how it affects the metabolism, right? And so let's answer that first question. What is the metabolism and what does it do? The metabolism is the process in which your body uses energy. Okay, it's the process in which your body uses energy. The metabolism has two jobs, just two, storing energy and breaking down energy, right? Storing energy and breaking down energy. So a lot of times when people start talking about their metabolism being slowed, they're talking about the breaking down part, right? It, I don't metabolize my food as fast. My tap, my metabolism isn't working. So hence, I am storing 
more energy or storing fat for a lack of a better word, okay? So now, now you have to dive into what controls the metabolism, all right? Is it diet and exercise? So it's a lot of things. The biggest thing is RMR, your resting metabolic rate. That is the rate at which you burn calories at rest. That is significantly different for every single person. And I think that is the first thing that people have to understand. That is different for everyone. And that's why when it comes down to training programs and nutrition programs, they should be highly customized, okay? So RMR is made up of your hormones and your genes. That's 65% of what controls the metabolism. 65% of your metabolism is controlled by hormones and genes. That's really important to know because there's nothing you can do about your genes. It is what it is, okay? So if you find yourself... um, comparing yourself to somebody else who just has the genes, who has always been thin or has always had an athletic body, has never had to worry about weight. You have to know that not only can they do nothing about that, but you can do nothing about that as well, okay? You can't do anything about your genes. Now, as far as hormones go, Some of it we can control, and I am going to dive into that. We can't control all of it, but we do have some control over it. Again, depending on the phase of life you're in, yes, your hormones might be out of whack. I know a lot of women who listen to this are in that perimenopause phase, but we can help manage some of that, right? And we're going to get into that, but let's keep breaking it down. 15% of your metabolism is controlled by non-exercise activity. Non-exercise activity. If you follow me at all on social, you know I'm always trying to talking about those steps, talking about moving more, moving our bodies. This is not exercise. This is different. This is just movement and mindfulness, okay? AKA walking, (laughs) getting in more steps, getting in more movement, okay? Then 10% is energy used for digestion. That's, think about your diet, all right? Your food, your drinks, quality of food, quality of liquids coming in, right? And then 5%, 5% is controlled by exercise, okay? Think about that for a second, 5%. And that, in regards to that, it's duration and intensity, Duration and intensity of exercise is 5%. Okay, so you might be thinking, Nina, why are we even talking about this weightlifting for weight loss thing? We are going to get there. You're probably like, it's only 5%. Who cares? Clearly, it doesn't matter. It does matter. We'll dive into it a little bit deeper. But when it comes to thinking of like that, you know, I, I need to do more cardio or I need to do more intensity Remember that it's only 5% controlling the metabolism, all right? So what we do know about the metabolism that has evolved over time is that it's additive, it's not additive, 
it's adaptive. Okay. So we used to think like calories in, calories out, you know, burn more, eat less. But what we've learned is those extreme diets and cardio exercise only works for a short period of time until your metabolism catches on because your metabolism does adapt. And so I want you to think a little bit in your personal journey. Have you ever had a time where you were like, okay, I am going to uh, start running more or I am going to do spin classes. I, I've got to add more cardio. That's that's what I need to lose weight is I just need to up my cardio. You do that, you start to see progress and then maybe around the 30-day mark or so, maybe a little more, four to six weeks, you hit a plateau. And then suddenly, all that cardio isn't making a difference anymore. So then you need to do more cardio, or then you start thinking that you need to increase the intensity of the cardio, okay? That is because your metabolism has adapted, right? It's adapted. It took a little bit, maybe three to six weeks, but it has adapted. So now that's not going to work for you so much, right? Speeding up the metabolism with exercise intensity with long duration cardio has actually proven to gain weight with some people. People end up gaining weight because when you speed up your metabolism, you're also speeding up hunger. So unless you're on a very specific program, nutrition plan, working with a coach and like, for example, uh, endurance athletes, um, you know, people are running marathons. Hopefully they're working with someone to help them balance their nutrition. So that excessive exercise, that excessive cardio isn't leading to excessive hunger. Actually, let me flip that back. Of course, it's going to lead to excessive hunger, more hunger, but hopefully they're working with someone so that they end up eating the right foods in order to compensate for that, for that additional hunger. So why weight training, right? What are the benefits of weight training? Why weight training for weight loss? And this is where we're going to get into how it really affects the metabolism outside of that 5% of exercise. So one of the biggest reasons you want to weight train, I mean, there's so many reasons. I am going to list a few here. We're not going to be able to dive deep into all of them because of what I really want you to understand is why weight training specifically is good for weight loss. And so one benefit, it increases bone strength and joint health, lowering the risk of injury. Now, I know sometimes if you're on a weight loss journey, you're like, I don't care about that. (laughs) I just care about losing weight. But trust me, you will care about that in the future. Okay. At some point in your life, you are going to care about your bone and joint health. Absolutely. Your strength and your joint health. It also decreases blood pressure and the bad cholesterol, right? So again, that's something that you might not think you care about now. However, it is something that might come up for you as you age. And that's really important. Think about being able to lower blood pressure and bad cholesterol simply by adding some exercise to your life. Okay. Number three, and this is where we're going to get into how it helps with weight loss is it increases your RMR. It increases that resting metabolic rate, the part that is that your metabolism is controlled by the most. 
the more muscle mass, and I know that's a hard word for people to hear. I want you to understand that I'm just talking about muscle in general, and we're not talking about, you don't need to have Arnold Schwarzenegger type muscles, okay? But the more muscle you have on your body, the more metabolically efficient you are. So the more muscle tone, definition, mass, whatever makes you feel more comfortable you have, the more your body is burning at a resting state, okay? So you are more metabolically efficient. It increases your RMR. It increases the number of calories you burn at rest. Number four, weight training has been scientifically proven to reduce stress, right? And again, you might be thinking, well, why does that matter? It does matter because that stress hormone is part of that 65%, right? That big portion that manages your metabolism. So if you can help reduce the stress hormone, you're also going to benefit and start working towards your weight loss goals, right? So not only is it contributing in that 5% of exercise, you're also helping with that 65% that manages your metabolism. Not to mention, reducing stress also helps with healthier eating habits, right? You've probably seen that in your own journey. When your stress is high, it is really hard to make better choices. It is harder to make healthier choices when your stress is high. It is harder to choose, I'm going to just use salad to keep it simple. Not that salad is the one and only healthy choice, but just so you guys know, I'm just trying to keep it simple. It's hard to want to choose a salad when you're feeling really stressed. It's hard to even just want to cook a fresh meal at home when your stress levels are high, right? You want to opt for something simpler, something mindless, takeout, fast food. High stress contributes to easier, on-the-go, fast food options, okay? Number five it increases your overall energy, okay? Strength training has been proven to increase your overall energy. So again, that helps contribute to making it easier to make better choices. Increasing your overall energy, feeling more energetic, less tired, makes it easier to make better choices. You're going to want to make healthier choices when your energy is higher. Think about how you feel when your energy is low. Most times, if you're feeling really tired, if you're low energy, what is happening? You are craving sugar, you're craving caffeine, maybe that's when the sweet tooth kicks in, and that becomes really hard to avoid if your energy is really low. When your energy is high, it is much easier to avoid, and you might not even crave it at all. So let's get back to the increased RMR, right? The resting metabolic rate. Why does it matter? Yes, you become more metabolically efficient. How much more? About three times more. Muscle burns up to three times more calories per pound than fat. Okay, 
three times more calories per pound. So just think about that, right? Again, why does having an increased RMR matter? Because again, it's responsible for 65% of managing your metabolism. Where does that 65% come from? Let's break that down, okay? So it increases weightlifting, and this has been scientifically proven, increases growth hormones, which are responsible for, whole wait for it, burning fat. It decreases the stress hormone, the cortisol hormone, which is a fat builder, right? So guys, see why this is coming into play now, how we can manage some of those hormones with weightlifting, right? So weightlifting strength training increases the growth hormone, the one that is responsible for burning fat, and it decreases the stress hormone, the one that is responsible for storing fat. That is huge. That right there, whether you're on a weight loss journey or not, is huge for body composition, for body composition. Even if you're someone who's like, I would just love to lose the last few pounds, or I wish I could just decrease my body fat by a little bit and feel a little bit leaner or notice a little bit more muscle definition, you're going to want to increase your strength training, right? It changes your body composition. And I know the age-old myth is, you know, muscle weighs more than fat. And it, it really, it, I understand why people say that, but it doesn't. It doesn't literally weigh more, right? Five pounds is five pounds, whether it's in muscle or in fat. The difference is that muscle is so much more denser, right? So this is where I talk to my clients about like, Maybe the scale hasn't moved, but you notice that your jeans are fitting a little looser or that a shirt is a little looser. That means your body composition is starting to change and you're starting to lose inches. Even though the scale might be the same, muscle is denser. Weight training is also, whether you've done it before or not, whether you know this already or not, I I have to say it. It's powerful. There is nothing like feeling in control of your own body, your own strength. It is literally, in my opinion, professionally and personally, the ultimate mood and confidence builder. There is nothing like it. It's hard when you're first getting into it. Yes, of course. Even as an intermediate athlete, you might be like, man, this is hard. Why do I do this? Why do I push myself through this? But the strength and confidence you feel after making strength training a regular part of your regimen, I mean, honestly, there is nothing like it. There really is nothing like it. So I hope that you can kind of sit with this, whether strength training is a consistent part of your routine or not, whether weight loss is a goal for you or not, I really want you to think about, do you have any type of strength training in your life right now? If not, how can you start to add it? If you are doing a strength training program already, is it serving you? 
right? So are you progressing that strength training routine for yourself so that you're continuing to see results, so that you are continuing to see the boost in mood, energy, the reduction in stress? And what can you do differently, right? How can you change your program to adapt with where you are in your journey now? That's really important, right? The strength training I did years ago when I was training for a fitness competition is not the strength training that I'm doing now in or in this like perimenopause phase of my life, right? It's just not the same. Um, there are huge benefits to both. And it's not strictly because I'm in a different phase of my life as far as um, like age and hormones, but also with kids, life, all that stuff, right? So I know sometimes people think strength training, they think muscle building, they think they have to be in the gym for hours at a time, and that's just not the case. But you do have to work at a level where you are challenging and pushing your muscles to a point of fatigue in order to see those positive results, right? To see that increase in muscle tone and definition so that we can change our RMR, right? The resting metabolic rate, and that we can work towards decreasing that stress hormone and increasing the fat burning hormone, that growth hormone, okay? So... I hope this was helpful for you guys. That's all I have for today. What I hope that you're taking away is that you're learning a little bit more about the female metabolism and what it really takes to help help it work as efficiently as possible. I love talking about this stuff. Honestly, if it was up to me, every episode would have a metabolic piece to it. Um, I love helping clients unlock this stuff. If you're not on a strength training routine, or maybe you are, you do, you're not afraid to lift the weights, but you're just not sure of the perfect mix. How much cardio should I be doing? How much strength training should I be doing? Maybe you're going to the gym and you find yourself just kind of dilly-dallying around, wasting time, jumping on a machine, and just doing a circuit. Make sure you send me a DM. I've got my Hit and Lift program is going to launch again in January. I'm running a sale for it this week, Black Friday through Cyber Monday, because it's my birthday. And it's this program, I cannot even tell you how helpful it has been for so many women. So many women who are either working out at home or even at the gym, but just felt lost without a structured plan. This is not like scrolling through an app and picking your favorite workouts. You are going to get a structured strength training program with progressions every week to make sure that we are doing exactly what I talked about today, helping you increase your RMR, decreasing stress, increasing that muscle tone so that you can use that weight training for optimal positive results. Whether you want weight loss, whether you're trying to change your body composition or just feel hella freaking strong, this program is going to do that for you. And you've also got that perfect little mix of cardio in there. So Shoot me a message on Instagram, on Facebook, or if you're on Facebook, I would love to have you in our Making Fit Work community, and I hope you'll um, use the link in the show notes to join then. So 
Either way, I hope you're picking up the weights in some way, shape, or form and using them to feel your strongest, healthiest, and happiest self. Until next week, guys, thanks so much again for your listening ears. I truly appreciate you. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.